All right, welcome to another episode of the NBA Betting Podcast. This is for games Wednesday, October 26. Let us jump right to it. Um, obviously, Wednesday night's big, big for the NBA, and great betting night. But again, you got to be—you don't have to bet in every game. Just be confident about your bets. Orlando is in Cleveland. Cleveland's minus eight and a half. So here's the thing: Orlando's been competitive in games, but then they lose down the stretch because of lack of depth. They just have the worst defensive backcourt of the league with Ross and, and Anthony there. Uh, I got to take Cleveland minus eight and a half. It's a lot of points. I get it. But Orlando, they, they did cover the spread, I believe, against the Celtics, even though they lost that game. Um, but haven't been able to cover in any of the other games. And I think the team is still trying to figure things out. And they're just a bad team. Let's just call it for what it is. Too weak of a backcourt, even if they're motivated for a game. That kind of works in January and February during the dog days of the NBA season. Not this early in the season, right? There's still the allure of the new season. We're not even November yet. So Cleveland's still going to get hyped up for this game, even though it gets to the Magic. Uh, and they just match up very well against Orlando again. Cleveland's backcourt, you know, Mitchell and Levert should go off against Orlando. Um, and Orlando's only strength here is Carter Jr., and I, I think he gets mitigated uh, because he's not really that much of a, of a blocking threat per se. So Mitchell's going to have his way against his team. I look at Mitchell Propets. He's, he's scored over 30 of the first three games. Spread here is low. It's 214. I mean, sorry, the over-under is 214, but give me the Cavs minus 8.5. Atlanta is in Detroit. Detroit plus seven and a half. You got to figure after coming off a bad loss, uh, the Pistons, you know, their first win was against Orlando. The Pistons remind me of the pre-John Wall Wizards where I think they're going to be up for the home games, down for the road games. You see that with a young team. Again, still trying to figure out that rotation. Um, I would have liked to see Jalen Durant start over B. Stew. I understand they're trying to get him to shoot threes. I'd also like to see more staggering between Ivy and Cade. I actually would have started the season with Ivy as a sixth man, um, as I noted in the past, but I don't think they have the right rotations. Having said that, Atlanta's still also a little messy, and I don't think Atlanta gets up for this game in Detroit. They beat a couple of bad teams to start the year. Um, I think Detroit takes care of business. They at least cover. I don't think I'm confident enough to take the money line at the plus 240 juice, but I'll take plus 7.5. Give me Detroit plus 7.5. Brooklyn is in Milwaukee. Milwaukee minus 3.5. So this is looking like Vegas is positioning this as like two 50-win teams playing against each other. When in reality, I think Milwaukee's legit. Obviously, they have motivation to win and get that number one seed, given what happened in the playoffs last year. You have to factor that in. Brooklyn still, I don't know, there's a chemistry thing there. They're still not as motivated as they should be. Um, the shellacking is, you know, at home. That's not a good chemistry indicator for me. <clears throat> Milwaukee has been beating teams pretty nicely, particularly at home. I'm going to take the Bucks minus three and a half. <coughs> Sixers in Toronto. This was initially a pick and now it moved to Philadelphia minus one and a half. Give me the Raptors in the juice. Raptors plus 110. I'll take the Raptors' money line. The Sixers, I think it's hard to tell like what teams they get up for and what games they do, so this is going to be a tough one to call. But I think this is more of like a 4-5 matchup, so the spread should probably be the flip where Toronto's favored. Um... But look, it's, you know, this is a good statement maker for the Sixers. Meanwhile, the Raptors need to show their upper echelon here. I have them pegged as a top four seed in the East ahead of Philly. So this is an important game just to show uh, the truth there. But the Raptors have better chemistry right now. The Sixers need to get Tyrus Maxey more involved. He's, he's definitely a talent. 
They haven't figured out their forwards and their rotation. I don't think Harris and Tucker work well together as a 3-4 tandem. You probably want Tucker as a small ball four, and Harris doesn't make sense that this team is as presently constructed, so there's some awkwardness there. Toronto makes a lot of sense. They have their <clears throat> starting unit kind of etched in stone with Van Fleet, Trent Jr., OG, Barnes, um, you know, Siakam Boucher uh, in there. So they they have a good top six, then Otto Porter Jr. coming in. They obviously have issues as a backup point, but I don't think that's insurmountable in this game. I think Toronto wins. Give me the juice plus 110. Charlotte to New York, New York minus eight. New York has been blowing some teams out. Their depth is huge. Um, obviously, Charlotte's been quite bad, but Charlotte at least competes in games. Having said that, they are prone to blowouts, and New York is prone to providing those blowouts. They blow out the Magic. Their team is super deep. So if the game gets out of reach, the Knicks could really uh, escalate it. And I take the Knicks minus eight as a result. San Antonio is in Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be one of those teams where I'm going to bet against until they prove me otherwise. I just think the Towns at the four thing is such a disaster. Utah made mincemeat out of them. They made the, the Utah Jazz look like the, the Showtime Lakers. Um, and I think the Spurs, who have good chemistry, have good length, uh, can kind of pick them apart a little bit as well. That game will be competitive, kind of like that Thunder game was at the beginning of the year. So giving the Spurs plus nine in Minnesota, Minnesota's not figuring out. You know, the Spurs have been really far more competitive in their games. Indiana's in Chicago, Chicago minus seven and a half. Again, you got to look at these spreads and figure, can this team blow teams out? The Bulls proved that Saturday night against the Celtics. Celtics didn't really get up for that game. You figure Indiana could, <clears throat> but again, it's just not a... Um, the spread's big, but the Bulls can blow out. The Pacers are coming in off a crazy letdown here, which is something you got to look at. So I'll take the Bulls to cover minus 7.5. Houston is in Utah. Good, good little, whenever you have a little back-to-back here for the same teams playing against each other, home and away series. I take um, the Jazz to cover this. Um, they lost in Houston. I think, you know, hard for teams to beat the same team twice in a row, which is why I like the concept of miniseries in the NBA in general. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, give me, definitely give me the Jazz in this one. The spread just moved, by the way, to 7.5 from 7. I still take the Jazz. I think the Jazz have potential to blow teams out because of their depth. I know they're a bad team, but they could blow out another team. And it's tough for a young team like Houston to get up playing against the same team after they just beat that team. Lakers in Denver. Denver's minus five and a half. As I said at the start about with Minnesota, Lakers are also one of those teams I will continue to bet against until they prove me otherwise. Um, this spread is going to grow, so I would bet on this quickly. Right now it's five and a half. That, that could definitely, um, you know, get up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, five and a half is just too many points. Uh, it's not enough points, rather. And then I think the Nuggets can blow out the Lakers. I think the Lakers will have a, uh, you know, the media attention on them. There's a lot of pressure. Lonnie Walker can't be your third best player. You could win games. I don't care how well LeBron and AD are trying. That team is a disaster. Keep betting against them. Take the Nuggets who are coming off a bad loss in Portland. So they're motivated. Letdown game. Lakers did have somewhat of a letdown, but they played well in the letdown. So it's not a big letdown. I think they still think, hey, if Westbrook missed that, doesn't take that shot, we beat Portland. That's why I take Denver. 
plus five and a half. Finally, Miami is in Portland. Uh, Portland, Miami's minus two. <clears throat> I'm taking Portland plus two. Give me Portland the juice plus one fifteen. Um, Portland's been playing well at home. They've been closing teams out at home, like Denver, as I said the other night. And I think these are two 40-ish win teams. And when you have two 40-ish win teams playing, neither one's really off a letdown. You take the home team. In this case, I'm doing it. It could be Portland with the juice, plus 115. They're able to sustain. There might be like a, a forward out. Winslow will be out maybe. Doesn't matter. Um, Got to take Portland in the juice there. Those are my picks for October 26th.